Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. And talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. Hi, Mrs. H. Today we have some very special guests with us, but we're not going to talk to them yet because we've put them in the naughty bin and made them silent. <laughs> now, they're giving me the V and, and flipping me the bird, but that's okay because I'm going to talk about some other stuff and ignore them before we get to them. <laughs> they so very sensibly muted themselves. <laughs> they have muted themselves. It's probably a good idea. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about is a huge, massive... Is yourself. Is myself. It is about myself. Is a huge, massive thank you for all the feedback that we got about the last episode, which was me whinging for like an hour. So we got some really cool emails and contacts, you know. Yeah. Do you know she's impersonating a dragon right now? I know she's impersonating a dragon. Yeah, I, I mean, you can see we're, her. We're going to get back to them in a moment. <laughs> but I wanted to touch on some less fun things because now I'm going to make them feel bad because our weeks have continued to get more and more shit. Right? Oh, we're dog poo. So not only has the huge leak in the kitchen continued. Yeah. And might mean that we have to move out of our actual fucking house. Excellent. You also have to isolate. Fuck's sake. Because you are clinically <laughs> insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be the better um, answer, but it's sadly like the not. It's of crime now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a chuffing isolate You've got a for chuffing. bloody COVID. No, <laughs> I haven't got COVID. As far as we know, you don't have COVID. No, I feel fine. You are riddled I'm with, not with syphilis, AIDS, <laughs> and all sorts of other things. Some oh, of riddled. these may or may not be true. Absolutely riddled, but clean as a whistle with COVID. I don't think you can say clean as a whistle. I've just said it. Okay, I don't think that's the appropriate... I think you, Why can't you I are say clear... Clean? Here we go. Here's the phrase of the week that I'm not allowed to say. Why can't I say clean as a whistle? Because I think if you're not clean, Elucidate. then it implies that you are indeed what? What, dirty? There we go. That's <laughs> why you can't say it. Anyway. Well, hang on. How is that come some kind of slur against anything? Well, it is a sort against of... Against dirty people. <laughs> oh, my fucking <laughs> days. You can't call people dirty. It's not right. What if they're genuinely dirty? Well, if they're dirty, that's fine. You can say that's a dirty scuzzy person because right. they haven't cleaned or whatnot but you can't say they're dirty if they've got some sort of STD or something like so that so saying you're clean as a whistle doesn't mean you're just clean no I had a bath clean <laughs> that's what it should mean <laughs> oh my god so what I will say is that one of our guests has <laughs> run to the back of her room and grabbed her ukulele excellent 
I'm slightly turned on right now. Well, yeah, because uh, of the ukulele. <laughs> if I, mostly by the ukulele. Uh, the other thing is obviously the sound of my own voice. Well, yeah, you know. yeah, there is that. Without further ado, well, they'll have to unmute. They will do when when I'm done introducing them oh, right, in, okay. in a you know. Oh, I'm so excited. Who are we talking to? Come on, tell us. The really good thing about this, these two is that they are here to absolutely fuck some shit up. I think they've already done that. Yeah, so they've mostly done that by prancing around the background whilst we've been talking to them. But they are... The Suffolk Swingers. And they are... Tiffany and Rachel. And welcome, folks. Join us. You can unmute yourself now. Come out oh, of the naughty bin. Thank God. That was just miserable, I tell you. <laughs> you didn't look like you were I'm not having fun. No, you're very welcome. It's so nice that Bert from Mary Poppins joined you there. <laughs> Listen, I got a spoonful of sugar for you, buddy. <laughs> no, I really don't think you do. <laughs> oh, damn, that's right. Yeah, that's Hi, true. Guys. Thank you so much for having us. We've been like, the only good thing about quarantine is chatting with you guys. Yes. Everyone, everyone else sucks, but you guys are awesome. Well, Thank look, you. Lucky for you, I'm quarantining for another two weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 24 gonna, like, hours a day, Mrs. H. Prank call you all hours of the day now. <laughs> My phone is broken. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we'd invite these guys onto the show. Mm. So, you know, we've done that bit. Well done. Yeah, so we can have a bit of a laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's all we needed them for, just to intro them. And that was it. Um, <laughs> but we thought we'd let people get to know you a little bit better by asking you a bunch of questions. And they mm. are some special questions. <laughs> they are some special questions. What we didn't want to do is invite you onto our show and go... Please tell us about being a lesbian couple in the swinging lifestyle again, because you've not mentioned that fucking every time. How does talk. it feel to say no to dong yeah. again? <laughs> Just, I didn't want to depress you more than I already do. So well, we, we, we've, we've told that story about 150,000 times. Yeah. So thank you. This sounds much more interesting. Although your listeners may not like us more after you ask these questions. So. Well, Just yeah. a warning. <laughs> <laughs> so for question one, would you be a Nazi or a member of the oh Clue Club? Oh my Clubs God, band? stop. <laughs> Actually, I don't think there's a single question related to Dong. The, uh, no, there, no. Is, there isn't a single wow. question related no. to Dong. Although... Dong free since so ninety three. <laughs> well, dong free Q and A time. You you might recognise that some of them have been, have been written by someone with a dong. I'm just reading down the list. They're mm. not really dong related. No, I suppose not. What is the best of dongs? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we have got a glorious sixteen questions for you here. That number wasn't deliberate whatsoever. It was just where we ran out of ideas and thought we'd probably run out of time. So we're going to try and get through all of these today with you. We're going to try and join in the conversation as we go through some of these questions, and Excellent. let's let's have some fun shall we you know that i'm going to kick off with the first question because you're the bestest and i know that one of you will want to answer this more than the other i suspect Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> question number one what is the greatest ever video game ever made oh. that's, a, that's a total tip question <laughs> oh god that is such a difficult question because i would say it'd be the very first one that was ever created because because that just kicked off everything else Space but for me for me probably it's toss up between Skyrim and Fallout. <gasps> I need to say Fallout. I was like, she's gonna say Fallout. She's gonna say Fallout. <laughs> you gotta pick. I, you gotta pick one. Uh, surely. I was gonna say that Fallout probably wins for her yeah. because enough that we created a record mm. for the, yes. with the Fallout music. Yes, we did. And I probably get a Fallout tattoo. I'm, I'm looking to get one. So I guess I gotta go Fallout Four. Are you gonna get like just a tattoo of the outside of a Pit Boy and then just chuck your phone where the Pit Boy should be? <laughs> <laughs> 
So you've got Actually, a fun- I was going to get him with a vault vault door in the background. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I would say welcome to the the Mr. H and Tiff segment show, which is just them talking about video games. Yeah, yeah. This this is we got an hour yet on this bit. It's fine. <laughs> All right, Mrs. H. Let's let's go with a a more universal question, perhaps. All right. Okay. Who is your secret celebrity crush? Oh, Anna Silk who is a Canadian actress. She was on Lost Girl. Super, super fucking hot. And I, I find it funny. So people come up to Rachel and they're like, we, we tell them Anna Silk and they know the show and they go, Rachel, you kind of look like her. So I'm like, huh, Rachel, are you, are you in love with yourself? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> she has a little resemblance to her, but yeah, we both have a huge crush on her. But there's all, uh, um, I mean, Kate Beckinsale, we have a huge crush on. A newfound crush, which we developed over quarantine, was Kristen Bell. Yeah. We, we watched the whole Veronica Mars series. And yeah, so, so many awesome women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. I mean, I, yeah, I don't so know. I'm going to jump in here so- and answer as well, actually. If, if I had who, to. Who's I, I think I'd probably choose Mila Kunis. If I was going to oh, choose yeah. a, a lady would, would crush. Would we not all choose Mila Kunis? I don't know. Would we? Yes. Would we collectively choose Mila Kunis? Yes. yes. She would be so used by the end of meeting us, though, I tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, although, quite recently, I've been watching um, Ratched, and I, I I thought Sarah Paulson was quite interesting, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's fascinating. Yeah. 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 An actress, and she does so much stuff, and she's so versatile, and all the American Horror Story, and all mm. the stuff I mean, Mr. Absolutely. H wouldn't watch it with me because it's not his thing, but I quite enjoyed it. She's quite well, interesting. She's lesbian, so yeah, she is. Maybe yeah. we got hot. I don't know. <laughs> if you're listening, um, sapphicswingers <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Available at all good retailers. <laughs> <laughs> is Mila Kunis yours there, Mr. H? I miss, yeah, I, that, that's a fair choice, that actually. That is a fair choice. It, once upon a time, it was Alison Hannigan. When, but she this, was when she was really geeky and 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 out there, and Dark then Willow. and then mm. how I met your mother just ruined the Hannigan for me. I think. I hope she's not listening. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I agree with you. Alison Hannigan on Willow was so geeky hot, like the witch on the harking up with Tara. Hey. Yeah, I, that was hot. Also, I quite like her in American Pie. Yeah, you do. There's something. The quite, nerdiness. It's the kookiness and the nerdiness, but also with the delightful combination of having stuck a flute up a junk, which, you know, really <laughs> lured me in. <laughs> also lured yeah, the junk that lured the flute in. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <Toot>. <laughs> right, we're going to go in with a deep cut now with, with question number three for you guys. Oh my God, that is pretty deep. <laughs> what is the meaning of life? 42. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> I was hoping they would say that. Otherwise, it's going to be a really long podcast. I was going to say, is that the only answer? (laughs) That's it. I think it's being kind to each other, trying to help other people, just spreading love and being a good person. Be my 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 quick uh, quick answer. Yeah, we actually have a shirt that says "Be a good human," and Mm -hmm. that is, I think, I think the best message that you could get across. Yeah, just spread love. You know, less less hate, more love. I think is a you know. I think you'll find happiness when you're when you're helping other people and playing video games. Exactly. I agree. But, but also a healthy dose of fucking shit up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, always. Sure, yeah. It's like ninety nine percent fucking but, shit up and one percent helping other people. In a nice way. Yeah. <laughs> so if we were to, to condense this, Do it, nicely. It, it would be be excellent to each other and fuck shit up. And fuck yes. shit up. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Even Rachel's excellent adventure. <laughs> I think you're right. There is something about helping 
each other and helping other people and just being a good human. I think it helps if you find uh, if you find someone who makes you live those values. I think it's incredibly hard to be that kind of person if you're bitter and you've had an unhappy life, maybe. But I find it easy to be nice to people because I'm with you. Yeah, that's yeah. I do inspire people. I'm inherently I, evil you know, myself. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm inherently Christ-like, but to be fair, <laughs> you're very. You have a very strong moral compass. Uh, I find myself thinking, what would Mister H do? He's probably right because he's good. So I find that you know, for now, I rub off on him a lot. So <laughs> I do. So I wonder how much one answer could, can give me in terms of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the messiah I'm just a naughty boy you are but you get away with it because you're quite nice I think one of the biggest things I've found in life is to try and have fun not at the expense of other people but to try and live each day as though it might well be your last and, and make the most of the people that surround you and the people that love you and the people that you love because we've all had so much loss and especially this year it's such a permanent thing that life can be taken away from you at a moment's notice so for fuck's sake everybody just make the most of it live where you can and enjoy what you can. Life isn't always easy, but if you can find the fun, if you can find the the, the real life, the reason reason behind it, you, you you seem to get on much better throughout the world, I think. Oh, great. That was, that was very well said. Thank you. And there's always, you there's always, there's always gin as well. Yeah, there's always gin. Gin helps gin. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> gin is life. Hashtag gin life. Uh, and this is getting way too serious and philosophical. So I'm going to ask you a bit of a naughty question now. Hmm. Ooh, that's more in our wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> how many finger? Uh, no, oh, it's not like <laughs> how many air finger bank? No, no. All right. What has been your sexiest lifestyle experience? I got addicted to the archives. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> She's pulled out a black book and is flicking through the notes right now, and also flicking while she flicks through them. <laughs> That's a tough one. I know. I, I didn't mean, write the like, question. Blame him. <laughs> <laughs> there's been lots of girl piles and, you know, just girl orgy, gorgies. Gorgies. <laughs> I like that. Gorgies. I just, I don't know if that's a thing. I just said it. You know, sometimes the sexiest ones are when you get to play with someone who you're, you're connected with and you, you know, someone who, who you care about a lot. You know, we've had like really sexy times at the club where we might not even get to know the girl's name early on more so. Uh, but now we found that when you get to to get to know someone, get to know her, that it's it's so much more intimate and sexy. So I'd say probably with some of our recurrent um, ladies that we play with, uh, that it's probably those some of our sexiest. I would concur with the sexiest being the being our recurrent play partners. And there's actually one who has a hall pass, and she comes she comes down and. The one agreement she has with her husband is that she sends some photos or some audio. So <laughs> our one of our first play sessions with her, she recorded probably like eight minutes of audio of us of us fucking. And it was so hot. She sent it to <laughs> us the next day and all of us masturbated listening to it. And it was that was definitely, definitely up on my list. That was definitely sexy because we, we hadn't really done it. We don't do photos and videos just because, you know, internet is forever. <laughs> but audio, we're like, yeah, it wasn't me. It was Rachel. <laughs> 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 so the audio, it was super hot. because Like I was sitting there watching and I'm like, and, and she was using the field on Rachel. And she's like, oh, pin your legs back. 
I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't actively participating in the moment. I just got to watch. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> and then, yeah, reliving it. And that's, that's a, you know, kind of the reason we, we started doing podcasts to talk about the stuff and, you know, gets us turned on again. And also, I don't remember shit when I started drinking. So I need like a, <laughs> Audio archive of everything. That we've done. Yeah, I think we've mentioned it before that we need like a scribe to follow us. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, take this down. Maybe it's like um, <laughs> like the the loot playing guy, like the Witcher dude, like that does oh toss a coin God. for your Witcher. Genuinely like have that, that guy following us around. Write songs about your exploits. I love they that song. They fucked shit up and they came along. <laughs> they cast them out with a plastic dong and la, la, da, 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 da. that sort of thing. Yeah, it's perfect. You need Patsy in the background banging coconuts together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you need a guy with a lute just to sing his way through your ex- sex exploits. <laughs> you just turned our life into a Monty Python skit. I love it. <laughs> but we, we do love musicals. And so that actually is a fantasy of mine to one day have a day where everything that you say has to be sung. <laughs> like a Buffy. Yeah. Yes. Episode, Excellent. I love that. I love episode. That, episode. that episode is awesome. It's so good. <laughs> Which leads us beautifully into the next question. It does, rather. What is your favourite song to get down to? Ooh. And this could be, you, could, you, can, you can give us your boogie song, like your dancing song, and your making sweet, sweet fuckery song. I mean, it could be because we're in the UK, we don't actually know what your song is. <laughs> from, from a get down, like if it plays at the club, we must dance this very moment, Footloose. Oh, that's oh. yes, yeah, excellent, yes. Footloose. That or Dancing Queen, if that comes on, oh. I don't care where I am, I get up and dance. We, we will end the conversation. We'll be like, we'll be right back. We have <laughs> yeah. like the hottest girl ever. I'm like, Anna Silk, can you give me like three minutes? <laughs> excellent. Yeah, Footloose is an absolute winner. It's a real crowd pleaser. There's as well. something about it. And the actual get down, um, your intro song on the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting all, for uh, all 87 episodes for someone to say that to yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, here it is. It's true. It, what cracks me up is that people do correct now, me on it? the lyrics. If they're like, sing the song. And I, I sing the wrong one. They're like, that's not the song. <laughs> I'm just trying to dance like a proper monkey. <laughs> Although no, I'm properly uh, obsessed I, with toss a coin to my your witcher. I'm properly obsessed that with that song. because you want to toss a witcher off? No, I'm just really obsessed <laughs> with that song at the moment. Okay. I just love it. It makes me feel all like, oh, passionate. Oh, passionate. <laughs> See, I, if, if, if we're talking getting down songs, I yeah. quite like Sleazy Bed Trick or Track or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a little bit depressing, but it is Yeah, beautiful. but it's kind of naughty in that sort of, yeah. It's, it's sleazy. Like end of a night drunk kind of sexy times. I like Hallelujah. Do you? Because of the sex Watchmen. scene in Night and Watchmen. Yeah. Come on then, ladies. What's your what's your sexy getting down time yeah, song then? We, we gatecrash that answer, sorry. There's nothing that we particularly play in the bedroom that's like, all right, we're getting on, let's do this. But like, we have this playlist when we drive to the club or when we used to, like five years ago, before COVID. <laughs> um, so we have a playlist and it's super goofy and I won't say all of it because it's super goofy. But for some reason, when we hear these songs, because we know we're getting geared up, or like you're in the mood to go to, to go to the you're conditioned. Yes, we're conditioned. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I, I the bell is ringing every time. Every time we hear madness from Muse, <laughs> every time we hear that, like we get turned on because we know we always listen to it going to the club. So anytime we hear it, like we're working out, and I look at Rachel, I'm like, are you turned on? Mm-hmm. She's like, yes. <laughs> 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 well, I, yeah, I've also one of the first girls that we played with in Lifestyle. She gave me a lap dance to that song. And so that kind of triggers all those 
While you were handcuffed. While I was handcuffed. <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> oh, it was my birthday too, watching that. Yes, that was hot. Mrs. H, do you want the next question? Yes, please, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Number six. <laughs> okay, uh, right. What do you like most about each other? Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. You must think of something, surely. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's like a million things. I just don't know where to start. Well, <laughs> such a suck up. Pick one. Oh, Fucking pick one and move on. Keep, keep it brief. <laughs> I'm trying to get laid to your destiny tonight. I would say the thing that I love most about Tiff is her heart and her loyalty. So she is fiercely loyal to... Uh, to, to a fault. <laughs> to <laughs> me, to all of our friends and... She will defend defend her friends till till the end of the earth, and I find that so endearing. And yeah, Aww. I have I have like five more things I could say, but I don't want to cheese this all up. Oh, is one of them her Babylon's? Yeah, they're nice too. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to say with my ukulele skills. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's in the one that's coming next. The next question. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to begin. I, I, try, I try to be straight. Rachel tried to be straight. You know, there was, there was a time when I was just so miserable with myself. You know, when you can't be your true self, it's, it sucks. Like, imagine saying the way you feel and you're like, oh, you know, I love women. And then, you know, like, oh, well, my body's saying, no, no I, don't, I don't want to do with women because, you know, society says You're having yes. an R. Kelly moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when I first saw her, I, I just got out of the army. So I wasn't allowed to be with women when I was in the army. Because don't ask, don't tell. And I saw her and just, I, I saw her eyes and her smile. And I said, that's, that's someone really special. Also, I was super horny. No, you know, there's something like, you know, when you, when you see someone for the first time and, and then we locked eyes and, and I walked over and I was like, Hey, you stole my seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like would you mind getting the fuck out of my seat no i'm just kidding i, I didn't see no she had a better pickup line than that <laughs> i don't know when you, when you can kind of see like i'm not gonna say the heart again because she did and i'm in her will and she might kill me right now that you just kind of see immediately you know something special about someone and getting to know her and just seeing her her, her generous soul was just kind of you know it just it just did it to me that was the first first time we met in 2006 and it's been downhill ever since. <laughs> 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 no, now she's amazing for so many, so many reasons. If, if you got another 12 hours or so, we'll talk about it. I've got no, two we, weeks. We really don't, don't worry. We're... I'm here for two weeks. I told you I'm going to faint oh, every shit, that's day. Right. I keep forgetting we dedicated the next I had. <laughs> you didn't mention that you had two weeks. Well, I did know. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that, that I, I love about and more our relationship is that we complement each other. So the things that you don't like, I tend to do. And, and like and things I don't tend to like, you tend to do and, and yeah. fill in those gaps. It's like... You know, I'm very happy to cook and stuff and make things for you. What are you trying to say? <laughs> you like to eat those things. Ah, <laughs> huh, we fill each other's sentences. Sausages. We fill each other's sausages. No, but there is that wonderful uh, thing about the relationship where you kind of do complete each other, I think. And as cheesy as that sounds, Jerry Maguire or whatever it was, you do complete me because you kind of fill in the bits that I don't do so well at. And I love that about you. You make me sound like yep. a crossword. <laughs> you often have a crossword for me yes <laughs> i do not <laughs> oh that's basically should we go on to the next question yeah let's do that all right what the fuck drives you nuts about each other yes 
Dish the dirt. Come on, ladies. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Knife fight at dawn, everyone. So for the last question, you needed 12 hours. This time you need like two weeks, right? (laughs) One extreme to the other. (laughs) I, I have it. The way Tiff loads the dishwasher, (laughs) I have a very very specific method and she actually, we, we sung a song. (laughs) Bowls go on the bottom, cups go on the top. I don't know about the other stuff, so I'm just going to stop. You genuinely have a song about (laughs) loading the dishwasher. So she still just loads it wrong. (laughs) Try. <laughs> it's, it's weird because I, I did geospatial engineering in the army, and so like I should have a good spatial like awareness, but I just don't when did, it comes to this. Did you never play I Resident didn't. Evil and and the suitcases and packing all those items in there? So I th- I hated that in that game. Drove me fucking nuts. Couldn't do it. I just hand the control over to Mrs. H here, and she'd be like, "I get to put things in order. This I is amazing. I love that. I love Tetris. <laughs> I love putting things in." Places where they need to fit. It's amazing. But then it was like zombies. Fuck that. You can have this. I'm like, this is perfect. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So a terrible like- dishwasher stacker. Okay. Oh, it's horrible. I like when it has a place to go. Like, I'm good at unloading the dishwasher. Or like, I like doing the laundry, putting it away. I have certain places for it to go, but... You make me sound like you hide it around the house. ambiguous. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Go to your home! (laughs) (laughs) So we've got stacking the dishwasher. (laughs) That's quite a small thing, really. (laughs) It used to, but it doesn't anymore. I don't like hearing people chew. Like, if if you're chewing your food. Oh, misophonia. Misophonia. Thank you. Yeah. I have it. Great. It's awful, isn't it? I'm going to punch you in the face, Simon. Stop stupid. It's terrible. I agree. It's horrible. It's hideous. Misophonia. Yeah. I'm glad they put a name to it because it it caused my anxiety and my anger to. to Genuinely, misophonia. It's awful. I I have to leave the table. My parents do it. My dad does it. I have to leave the table. I'm like, I can't do it. She's she's started out. That's not something that bothers you about me, though. It bothers her when we go to my family. So there's certain people in my family that do it, and it drives her absolutely batty. Yeah, <laughs> so you did in the beginning a little bit, but now it's like she what? totally fourteen years ago. Yeah, fourteen years ago. You don't fight about it, like, Yo, woman. Come on, fight. So maybe this bothered her fourteen years ago. When's the last time um, it's bothered? No, no, you're fantastic. But thank you that that somebody knows yeah, the word. It's Lisa not a very common thing. Is there nothing else then that winds you up? I think it's good that she can't think of a lot of annoying oh. things. <laughs> or at least good that she's not prepared to talk about it on air. <laughs> <laughs> it was not like proof of it forever. She's like, remember when you said this on the hoppers? Click. <laughs> Here's the MP3 of it. Well, I, to be fair, I didn't expect you to come up with something like fundamental. Like, oh, it's just the way she has sex with me all the time. <laughs> like, fucking oh. shit. She's rubbish. <laughs> wow. Uh, when she puts laundry away in in, a, in the wrong way, like if, if she'll put the the jeans, like the, the buttons need to go on the inside, then you fold them over, and they have to look really good. Like I've refold towels and stuff because they have to be just right or her underwear drawer i redid it for her perfectly it's awesome and i said if it, if it doesn't stay this way i'm not going to do your laundry i'm not going <laughs> to fold your underwear <laughs> and then she didn't do it i said all right i just threw them on there <laughs> <laughs> then i started doing better i started doing it more tiff's method because it, it is easier to figure stuff out it's way better well <laughs> and, and that sounds she- like someone with stockholm syndrome to me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh the hangers too. oh that oh was God, it. now I'm thinking of all of them. <laughs> this, was, this was actually in my wedding vows. So Tiff used to complain if I took a shirt off the hanger and left an empty hanger in the middle of the clothes. 
So the hangers have to be put at the front of the closet. <laughs> yes, where they belong. That way I know that we have hangers. <laughs> but I also color code all my stuff. So it's, you know, oh, wow. style. <laughs> And mine. It's all color code. I'm not too OCD, but with the laundry, for some reason. I don't <laughs> think you'd survive in a house. Oh my god! With me around, I think so. So, Mrs. H here oh, wow. is 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 quite organised. All this well, stuff. I'm very very organised. If, if it's in the drawer, it's in the drawer for me. I'm just happy that it's made the drawer. But she rotates my boxer shorts <laughs> because she's like, why don't you ever wear this pair? Because he only ever takes the top five because layers. Because I like the top, those are the ones that I like, and the rest of them are just like middling <laughs> and then ones, I wash right? wash them and put them back, and you just wear them again. I'm like, why does she keep trying to get me to wear these fuckers? I'm, I'm well, not... why didn't you throw them away Because they're fine. It's well, just, why didn't I don't... you wear them? Occasionally I do. Every three years. Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> See my point. There okay. you go. Okay, okay. Number eight. Who would win in a fight between Superman and Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> the dragon. <laughs> Godzilla. You reckon Godzilla would win? Um, this is, I no, think. I think the dragon would win. Okay, the dragon that's <laughs> fucking the cast. So yeah. um, what what you won't have heard, kind listener, probably at this point Lucky is you. before this all kicked off, we talked about a, a little spot on the internet that was all about dragons fucking cars. Right, correction, you brought this up. None of us had heard of this. <laughs> You enlightened us to this depravity. All those and now all of our browser history is tainted with the images of dragons fucking cars. Thank you. Oh, because we you, didn't you believe it. You can see it. my Facebook ads right now. It's awful. <laughs> We're all going to go and get tattoos tomorrow of a dragon fucking a car. I'm still mystified as to why this exists and why because someone has thought this like, up. If you can think of it, it is available as but a porn. who thinks of a dragon fucking car? I don't know, but they were a genius. And the logistically, moment they, they thought, where are they fucking the car? In it, the exhaust they're pipe? They're a dragon. They can fuck the in car what? wherever they want. In, in the exhaust, in the boot, in the... <laughs> in the I don't boot. know. It's a fucking dragon, it literally. It makes no sense. Uh, Simon, I feel, I feel a tattoo coming on for you and me. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of dragons fucking cars, right. I think that we all agree that we're going to have a challenge over the next week that each of us needs to draw one of these. Oh my God. Yes. I, I, I can probably... He's probably already drawn a few and they've already on Reddit. I, <laughs> Hence so the reason. I do a have a standard dragon that I draw. Um, oh yeah, you and, do. Because I drew it for one of your plates. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we have actually got. Uh, you know, like you go to these pottery places where you can like make your own plates and cups and then paint them yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, or years and years and years ago, we we did this and I did a cup and uh, it looks like it was painted by a five year old, but it was actually painted by me. <laughs> Brilliant. He drew some beautiful uh, plates. Uh, absolutely amazing with like cats and dogs and a dragon. Like the Sorry. dragon was bright and great. What do you think if we went into like a crockery place and I, I was we like, missed I, 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 I've drawn a, a dragon fucking a car. Now go make a plate out of that, my good man. Put this in your kiln immediately. Like, uh. Put this in your kiln and smoke it. Imagine as it's coming out and there's like kids waiting for their like, I don't know, their cups. We're like, mummy, what's this? So I, I'm going to chime in on the actual answer to the question on this one. I, I oh, do, it's an actual so, answer? Yeah, oh. I, I, oh, I, I would say Superman. Yeah, it's the only thing that can. Yeah, he's got way too many powers. Yeah, yeah I still like Ben Sandy. He could just yeah. fly off, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah I would say. I mean, X-ray him. Come back. As much as I love Godzilla more than Superman, I think the Superman would probably win. I think so yeah. too. Plus, unless, Superman's a bit unless, of a dick. No, unless Godzilla yeah. had some red kryptonite. He's Godzilla. Where's he going to get that from? How do you know? Is where it, like Godzilla's kryptonite is us. His... He's going to wander in. <laughs> 
<laughs> which is actually Godzilla for I'd like some of uh, your red kryptonite, please. I think you'll find he keeps it in his car. So. <laughs> Not red kryptonite. That just makes Superman angry in his car. <laughs> in oh his God. fuckmobile. Right. Like, hey, Godzilla, come to my okay. car. Number nine. What is the best thing about swinging? You know, it's something we never thought we would do. Like Rachel's done threesomes before and we got together and said, don't even think about it. It's never going to happen. Uh, but the best thing, like once we started to get into it, is that it, it's actually brought us closer together. And people think they get it, you know, that swingers get into it for cheating or because they're not happy or to, you know, fill some void. But for us, uh, or for me, um, best thing is that we communicate more and it's, it's brought us together and, and we've made the most amazing friends. You know, whether we play with someone or not, uh, it's just been, it's been amazing for that reason. So she, she said it's brought us closer together and it's also improved our communication, but I, I, I'm going to expand more on the friends. We never realized the amazing group of friends we would get in the lifestyle. And I think once, I mean, you, you, you see people naked, you see their O face, you can talk about anything. <laughs> I think w- that takes down all the walls and you, you just get so close. And we've, we've met families like we've, we've met their families. We've met their kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And they're, they're friends that truly, they, they make a heart smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For us, it's, it's way more than just having sex, you know, because yeah. we're like our, our guy friends, we call them our brothers because that's what they feel like. Although I guess we'd be screwing their wives. Yeah. That works. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Our sister-in-laws. Yeah. Okay. That works. That, that's fine. Yeah. That's legal. <laughs> but that's how we feel. You know, that's how we feel because like they're trusting us with, with their, you know, wives or girlfriends and, and we trust them to be around us and not try to, you know, to, to touch us inappropriately without consent. And it's just, that's how it is. We're just family. We're just, you know, we just, we travel together. We do vacations, you know, we've been to Europe and, yeah. uh, you know, all over the U S with, with our friends. It's just, it's amazing. We didn't think this would happen. I'd say one negative thing is like, we kind of lost touch with a lot of vanilla friends. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. If we look through our wedding book before we were in the lifestyle, we, yeah, we do, do not keep in touch with, with the majority of friends that we had at our wedding, which yeah. is kind of, it's sad. It's sad. It's, sad. It's, we, also, it's hurt us in, yeah. in, a few, in some ways. It absolutely but. has, but it's, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you grow and you develop and, you know, not all friendships are left, you know, meant to last, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's been, it's been, it's been awesome. We wouldn't change a thing. I'd, I'd really agree with you on the fact that vanilla friends do seem to sort of, Mm. many of them not fall, all of them they fall but away many of them I sort of, as yeah, you go through the journey drift away like um, Jack being let go on the Titanic yeah but it doesn't mean it, it doesn't make them any less <laughs> meaningful at the time you know you, you've obviously had those like transit relationships and you, you've been friends for a number of years it just so happens that maybe now you're you know, your, your lifestyle choices don't really mesh. And, you know, for that reason, whilst you probably still say hi, if you bumped into each other in the street, you just don't make me mm-hmm. make the effort to hang out because you just don't have things in common anymore. And yeah. you probably have way more to kind of, you know, meet up about with, with the lifestyle friends, even if it's not a sexy thing, it's just, you just have different friendships, I think. I think mm-hmm. the friendships have been absolutely critical for mm. us. And I, you know, I, I, I now look back at what we do and, and we'd much rather meet people within the lifestyle than people that aren't purely because of those open conversations. And even mm. if there's, like you say, there's no play involved, even if there's no sexy times, it's just the fact that you can have open conversations and you've got a shared interest, but also that people tend to be a little bit more aligned with your view of, and, and way of thinking, I think. 
Shame we've met such fucking terrible people all the way around the world. Uh, present company included. Of course, of course. Which, which leads us to our next question, which is, what is the worst thing about swinging? What drives you nuts? It's, it's not a, a common occurrence, but when someone's disrespectful or tries to tell us how we're supposed to swing, like, because, you know, we only play with the women, so they're like, well you're not a swinger or you don't belong in this lifestyle or we tell them that we only play with women and then they keep trying to touch you and, and say, you know, in your, you know, your breasts or your butt or your vagina, but it's rare. It's, it's very, it is very rare. And we call them out and we, we alert whoever's in charge of the event or the, at the, um, at the club that brings us down a lot. Um, well, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to expand a little bit on what Tiff said in terms of disrespect, but uh, also with women because we are lesbians. Um, what? what? Yes, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> women, uh, uh, we, we don't play with every woman and women tend to not necessarily ask. And so from, so the consent is never given there. They just kind of go for it sometimes. And so it, it, it's always a little awkward to kind of backpedal that if we're not interested. And so that, that, that has certainly left, yeah. um, that has certainly led to some very interesting conversations and awkward situations that we've had to get out of. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not just the men. Like some women right. just assume they're like, oh, you're lesbians. And they just start touching you or trying to kiss. We're like, that's that, uh, like, like, like a magnet. Like, like we're so hot because I'm 85 years old. Not saying there's anything wrong with 85 years old, but um, but they, they, they just sometimes women assume that it's okay, mm-hmm. and it's not. They shouldn't grab women. They shouldn't grab men. They shouldn't just be right. There's always there always needs to be the consent factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted, I just wanted to throw out the other side of it because I don't want to talk bad about men. I don't no, want to talk no, bad no. About and it's very few people. Like yes. luckily, it's it's a, the lifestyle is excellent. But that's yeah. Sorry, good. No, well, I, I think. I think you're right. And, and I've experienced unwanted attention from ladies. And as much as it, it's almost like an assumption that, that, that women can just reach out and go for it and away they go. Because you're in the environment that you're in. <laughs> it's such a, yeah. it is a weird dichotomy because I'm very, very aware that I spent the last episode whinging that women aren't forward enough and don't ah, mention enough yeah. that they're interested. But there's a, <laughs> there's a vast gap between saying, hey, I think you're hot and I'd like to fuck you to just reaching out and grabbing someone. And I think, you know, especially when we went to, to Desire the first time, that really freaked me out, actually, that people were extra touchy, that, you know, someone literally tried pulling my trousers you down. You hadn't really encountered that, I think. Yeah, well, had hilariously, I was wearing a onesie with pants on, so they pulled my pants down and there was just onesie underneath. <laughs> I won that round. Try, <laughs> but, <laughs> but there is there was these situations where I was like, oh, this can be like this this is quite this isn't nice and that's why I, you know i kind of always try and be respectful because i you know i know what it's like to be on that mm. that flip side of the coin mrs h what's what's the worst thing about the lifestyle for you apart from the relentless amount of dick pics oh jesus <laughs> christ the amount of dick pics hey here's my dick brilliant that's just me <laughs> <laughs> going for a wee here's my peen um <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, unfortunately, there are a few negative things about lifestyle, but I mean, we haven't encountered loads of them. I think one of the things which you've probably touched on already, though, is the assumptions that people make that because you you choose to open your relationship and share your partner, then it means you're fair game <laughs> and it means <laughs> you're down for anything. And 
actually that's not the case. I mean, you, you still have a right to be really have a preference as to who you, you touch and who you interact with. And there's no assumption that just because you choose to engage in group sex and sex with different partners, it doesn't mean that you will fuck anything. And that assumption really yeah. annoys me that it puts that stigma and that kind of stereotype on the lifestyle and it that angers me. Because it's not. That's not what we do at all. We not, we don't mm-hmm. just have random hookups. No, mm-hmm. so. people often get the impression that you go to a club and there's a guy with a with his cock out and he's just going to keep moving forwards, thrusting, and if you happen to get in his way, you've you've fucked. Literally, it's it's kind of. A, it, it annoys me that uh, I think what annoys me most is the stereotypes that exist around the the lifestyle choices. So those those stereotypes that it's sleazy in some way, but it's you know not not you know, a nice kind of lifestyle to be in. And that's not what we found at all. If you look for the right connections and you look for the right experiences, you can find them. It doesn't have to be sleazy. It doesn't have the to be The trick is, though, is that I think in our early days, there was we, we the people that we met were almost universally of the more sleazy, ilk, more hook-up, yeah. whatever hmm. approach. And it was, it was that you're not a swinger unless... Yeah. And if we had a pound for every time we heard that, we'd have probably had about no, 10 pound. It wouldn't be very much, but it'd be enough. And and it was that kind of, unless your approach is that you just rock up and you bang everybody for a night and then you go away and you're just dripping with cum or whatever, then you're not a part of the lifestyle. But, I mean, if that's, that's fine if that's what you're into. I'm not I'm not absolutely right. saying that you shouldn't do it. That, just that saying, can be your experience yeah. if you want it to be. But I think what you've got to understand is what you're after from that lifestyle and, and what you want. And people have to be respectful that that's your choice and that's mm. that's how it could work. Yeah, so I suppose that's the, the probably the biggest negative for me, the fact that I'm constantly trying to defend it, I think, that there are really, really lovely and good connections to be had from it and it's a shame that it's portrayed in such a negative, mm. you know, sleazy way sometimes. So that, that's upsetting that people associate you with that. And mm-hmm. in terms of my answer to this, I don't need to answer. I've made a whole podcast about it last time, <laughs> last week. I've winged enough. I'm going to get on to, I'm going to ask this one because I, I wanted to yeah, ask you, this you one. Yeah, you I wanted to ask this one. What was your best ever lifestyle date? Ooh. So um, we're going to ignore the um, the club because we don't consider those dates. Those no, are just, that's fair enough. Usually we go there and like, Sometimes we'll say meet us there. We don't consider that date. So. Well, let me preface because one of our when we get messages on on the various dating sites, we always rather than set up a date outright, we always tell people to meet us at the club because that way we're not committing ourselves for the entire evening. So that kind of that kind of cuts off our we don't we don't really have a lot of quote unquote dates. Yeah, well, because the, the club is awesome because you go there to dinner. You know, they have this bring your own drinks. Um, they have, you know, after you, then you go fuck, then you have your breakfast, like made to order omelets. So it's like a, it's a pretty awesome night. Never go yeah. home again. <laughs> you can be there from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. I mean, that's a hardcore kind of like, so you get all you want. <laughs> DJ, dance floor, all the good stuff. All right. You've teased well, enough already because we can't fucking travel over there and visit it, but that's fine. <laughs> See if I care. As soon as you can, you guys are coming to hang out with us. Um, so our, our best day. Yeah, um, I think. We, you know, we've had just, uh, I'm trying to remember, like, we have another unicorn that, that gets all best with us, a different one. And oh, she's yeah. somebody we played with for five, six years, maybe. Um, not all, you know, at the same time. You know, she, she's had a break. <laughs> she gets to home to her family. <laughs> she's not locked in the septic dungeon. 
Or is she? <laughs> da, da, da. Where's your soundboard? Yeah, it's not, it's not going to be the right one, no matter which one I push. So we'll avoid it for now. Nail break. <laughs> <laughs> but, she, but she's just another comfortable one that we, you know, she comes over, we take the boat out to dinner and just, you know, it's like you're talking to a friend, but you also get to know you fuck your friend. And it's, I, don't, I don't know if it's a, there's a specific date we can think of, but yeah, I don't know. I can just think of a lot of times where she just comes over and we talk for hours and we're all, we're all, you know, we're like, shoot, at the end, you know, it's like 1 a.m. We're like, oh, let's go fuck. We're like, we, forgot to, <laughs> we forgot to have sex. <laughs> it's just so natural and just so much fun. Is Zane your favorite date? I'm going to go with a, a state. Uh, okay. And you can answer lifestyle. All right, go on then. Yeah. Go on then. So um, one of the best estates that we had was um, after a fair while being together. Um, and this is pre-lifestyle, but we we went out for dinner one night and we just ended up having the <laughs> most outrageous and sexually explicit adventurous conversation that we'd probably ever had all the way through <laughs> our relationship for some reason. It was a put your cards on the table date. It was amazing. Like, like we've always had a we've great, always had sex, a great life, sex life. But, but we kind of went, what, weird. you know, what are you really, really fantasizing I mean, about? What's... We were both a little bit tipsy. Uh, poor waiter, poor bastard, <laughs> just heard so much oh, fucking we shit. We just kept coming out with more and more. And, and here's another thing I've been thinking about. And, and it just developed wow. into this amazing, truthful, uh, deep conversation about some stuff that we just thought, oh, well, you know, since we're talking about everything tonight, let's just talk about this. <laughs> and we just <laughs> had this great, honest opening up of everything between each other. And I think we spent the whole dinner just like being so excited about all the stuff that we kind of un- like lifted this Pandora's box of exciting mm. things that we were going to start trying between us. And nothing was like groundbreaking, but it was all exciting stuff. Uh, so we were, it was just like the best evening, wasn't it? Of I was surprised we didn't literally... Throw the cutlery on the table, like off the table, and just fuck then and there. It was like it was getting to that point where we were both just like, "Oh, this is a bit hot. This is a bit hot. This is getting right? you, you like that. Okay, this is hot. Let's go." Let me ask how long ago that was. Uh, that was about a year before we were in the lifestyle. About five, six five, years five, ago. Five, six years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just awesome. made me think. Wow, I've already been with this dude for quite a lot of years and now i'm finding myself there's stuff i didn't know about him and the stuff he didn't know about me and here we are and we've got another load of years to go together and, and how exciting is this you still worn the optimus prime costume for me <laughs> i don't want to, I don't want to peak too soon <laughs> but you know it just goes to show that like just communication absolutely can make the best date it doesn't have to be, you know, candles and fairy rugs and fireplaces. It can just be having like a great couple of drinks and dinner together and just having a, a good conversation and what but it might lead to. I'd really echo that from a lifestyle perspective. Actually, some of the best dates or, or playtimes that we've had have been where everything is very, very casual and very chilled out, where it's very much about let's just hang together for a day and let's mm. just chuck the TV on, throw some duvets on the floor and just chill out have some drinks and just let the day take over. And I think that's been where we've had the most, most fun. And it's because no, there's no agenda. There's no pressure. There's nothing. It's just a fun time that just rolls into 
one adventure and mm. I, I i love that about this whole thing where you can you know you have as much fun sat on the sofa or, or, or floor with someone having a cuddle that and then all of a sudden you before you know it you're all having sex and then before you know it again then you're all watching something stupid on television and then you it's that adventure but in a really nice environment that that i love but this is it. what appeals to me so much about you know we're making these connections when you just find out things about people and, it, you know, they, they reveal bits of themselves to you. And so your main sexiness bit is nosiness, really. It's, it's psychology. <laughs> it's, it's totally, it's psychology based. It, it really is. I'm, I'm really, really intrigued as to what makes people tick and what makes people think the way they think. And, and I, I like revealing facets of my own personality and hearing and learning bits about other people. It's, it's what makes everything so interesting, isn't it? So I think you're right. It's one of those that's the connection is so important, isn't it? It is. Now I'm going to go in quick with this one because we. What, what, what? Oh, okay. You're going to do that. I'm going to do this one first because the next one they'll talk about for fucking ages. And I want to ask the next one. Okay. <laughs> I really want right. to ask okay. them. So this. So my, number twelve. <laughs> okay. Sexy pants or going commando? It's a quick answer. Sexy pants or going commando? Oh, oh, pants or underwear? Yeah. Okay. But no, no, pants, pants or nothing. Un, like sexy underwear or nothing underneath. I will answer this one. For me, it's always nothing. And so much to the point that we went to a family wedding and it was on the beach. This was like the West Coast of Florida. We drove there and I was wearing a sundress and I get into the car. We're, we're driving out to where the beach is. And I look at her and I was like, honey, I was like, you have to turn around. I forgot to put on underwear and we're going to be on the beach <laughs> with your family. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, just in case on the off moment that there might be a Marilyn Monroe moment, <laughs> I wanted to be prepared with your family. So for me, it's always, for so me, it's about not easy. to um, get pants, but to, to shave properly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we've had laser hair removal, so that's that kind of... Shave what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'm wearing a skirt or a dress, I'll go commando, but if I got my jeans on, I'm, I'm wearing a song. Yeah. She also has some really cute boy underwear. I do. They're comfy. I, I'm a lesbian. What do you want? Back and forth. She looks really cute. <laughs> <laughs> it turns me on. I like my little boy underwear. No, not little boy. I mean, I like, oh my God. <laughs> I like the boy underwear that I wear on my own body. <laughs> <laughs> this took a strange turn. This is aged. Ask yours. Yeah, let's just let's, let's move on swiftly. I'm going to ask an amazing question. Now. You're going to like this one. You're going to love this question. This may take a while for you to answer. <sighs> it's contentious oh, no. as well, though, oh, okay. right? Okay. What is the best musical? Oh, oh seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Oh my God! Uh, You're right. Sarah Slayer. If you say Hamilton, we'll I'm leaving. Each have our own list, I am probably. literally but ending now. You if can you pick say Hamilton, one. <sighs> each. There's one I would listen to forever, or one that I think is like the the, the absolute. Like, I don't care. Give me a fucking answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Can, can we have like five that are all of our favorites? No, we'll start. All right, we got to answer the question. I I was. Oh, <laughs> I thought I had it, but I don't know. <laughs> oh God! Uh, start with your. You guys start at number one. Um, I I would go Les Mis. I love Les Mis so much, but there's like a billion 
Wicked, Phantom, Avenue Q's hilarious. Um, but if you want to go like old school, like good, like throughout the years kind of stuff, I mean, there's, I don't know, there's, there's too many. I don't know. If I had to pick one that would be my top favorite, I would say Wicked because there's a story behind Wicked. I had never seen it um, when I met Tiff. And when she was in the army, her sister sent her a CD of the music and she listened to it every single day. And then we met and... No, that, that was actually Rent, but that's cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I do love Rent. <laughs> I have to correct her because I don't think Wicked is out yet. <laughs> There's just been dreams smashed alive in front of you. <laughs> okay, sorry. You're she's at, she's adding that to the list of things she hates about me. Correct her lies. Okay, so so regardless, she used to listen to the music all the time, and we were driving, and she was actually in the car. She, you were driving behind me, and she legitimately stopped the car and ran up to my car and gave me the CD for Wicked. And she's like, "You need to start listening to this." Fast forward, we it was coming to Fort Lauderdale. What? So they a lottery. You go there two hours in advance, and you know put your name in, and you could try to win uh, tickets. Like they're basically front row tickets. So we put our name in. We're standing by the cauldron. We're so excited. I'm like, come on, baby, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do positive this. energy around the cauldron. So all the names get drawn, and we don't win. I thought that we were only going to the show if we won the lottery, and we didn't win. And then she's like, "I was." She's like, "Honey, we're going to see the show," and she pulled out <laughs> tickets. And I was like, I, "I, I was so bummed for a minute." And then I was like, "What?" what? <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just a really awesome, so awesome I was sitting there, I was experience. Like, I was like, "Please," I was like, "Don't win, don't win, don't win." <laughs> Because I was like, we're going. Oh, it's amazing. So I think that was the first musical that I saw with Tiff. So Mm. for me, I'm going to put that as number one. I haven't seen it. That's such a difficult question. How about you guys? You you have never seen Wizard of Oz until (laughs) this year. (laughs) So we we did a Oz uh, weekend where we watched all of the Oz, well, most of the Oz films. Yeah, it, it took a bit of explaining the and some encouragement and, and a lot of, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And we kind of got through it. I got so, it. It's not yeah. right. I particularly like Return to Us. I know it's it not a musical. but does uh, not remain my favourite. However, I've never seen Wicked, so I can't comment on Wicked. And if you mentioned Hamilton, as I said, you're dead to me. Ooh. However, <laughs> that is a contentious subject. <laughs> uh, my favourite is Phantom. Without doubt. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Phantom Absolutely. of the Opera. I, I really adore that's that. That's, I don't think you were a massive fan of musicals, really. Oh, the, Book of Mormon you like? I loved Book of Mormon. Oh, um, so good. Because it's beautifully offensive, but also holds that wonderful mirror to society. It's I loved it. Trey Parker it and Matt really Stone. Good. I kind yeah. of want to do. Oh, yeah. I also enjoyed uh, Sweeney Todd as well. <gasps> oh, I did love Sweeney Todd. Mainly because I like the macabre. You do, yes. you do enjoy the macabre, but you also enjoy someone doing a Bowie impression, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty much true, the do. whole of We're that nice. film. All right, yeah. I'm going to go with the other favorites that weren't mentioned: Avenue Q, Avenue Q, Chicago. Oh, Avenue Q oh, is delightful. Yes, it's really nice. so good. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I'd have to. Yeah, there's so many. Yes. Yeah, we I we love theater. We love yeah. musicals. So That's much. so our jam. I enjoyed. I enjoyed American Idiot. 
but oh, yes, we, yeah, that's but really good. it was being in a crowd of teenage emos that probably brought the experience down ever so slightly <laughs> I quite enjoyed it nonetheless. It was, it was a fun, fun experience. Okay, right. Moving onwards. So this is this is a deep cut one. All right. What advice would you give to 18-year-old you? Oh, Jesus. Come out. Come out, come out, wherever you are. <laughs> Fair enough. Advice. That's good so advice. Miserable. I was a miserable college student. I did terribly just because, like I said before, it's so hard for you to you're fighting against yourself, literally. Like you're just you're not accepting who you are. And everyone's like, oh, who's the hardest person to come out to? I'm like, me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like accepting it for yourself, especially when, you know, you got your, you know, your parents and society mm. saying it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. Same with swinging, same with being bisexual, same with all that shit. Like it's, my mom's like, oh, you know, in the eighties, she said, well, AIDS was created to kill the gays. You know, when, <laughs> when you grow up when I'm like, you know, 10 or 12 and I already have feelings for women, when you, you hear this and I, I was gay, my brother's gay. Um, it's, you know, it hurts and you, it mm-hmm. just, you try to hide it and you bury it. And, you know, I think it's, you can do the same metaphor for anything. You know, if somebody trying to come out lifestyle or be honest with their partner, you know, mm-hmm. just be honest, you know, it's not easy. You know, it's easy for me to say, but it's hard to do sometimes, but also I'd punch her in the face. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but also I'd be like, Listen up. In like, what, 11, 11 years, whatever it is, you're going to meet the hottest, most wonderful person in the world. So Aww. hang in there. Also, here's a punch. Come your way. Yeah. <laughs> That's for being a dick. And also, you'll play some really good video games one day. It's so like yeah. a Marshall goes back and beats up himself. He's like, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's a weird one because I've always lived by the, the sort of dictum that yesterday I was a wanker, but today I can be better. And, and if you go back far enough, I must have been a massive wanker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of days have passed since yeah, you since, first since, since that. that. Thanks, wife. So you're basically saying, you're much older now, you ass. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I would say, I, I would definitely kind of echo the whole coming out, but I'm going to be more broad with it and say, knowing what you want. And I, as... I don't, I don't know when I went, when I was 18 and when I went to college, or whatever, I was always the one that I wanted to live up to what my siblings did. I wanted to please my parents. I wanted to, to get straight A's, do all this stuff. When I went to college, I was a triple major, but I didn't necessarily study anything that, that I was super passionate about. So if my advice was to, to my 18 year old self was do something that you're passionate about, because one of the things that I've always been passionate about is marine biology. And I, I said to my mom at one point, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to school and study marine biology. And she's like, honey, that's a great hobby. It's not a career. But because of that, I feel like I missed out on some uh, on in having a career that I'm truly, truly passionate about. I'm good at what I do, but it's it's not a love of mine. Mm-hmm. So that would be the advice. Follow, follow your passions. Um, and yeah. Yeah, that's true. And kiss your beautiful wife. Hey. That's sweet. <laughs> what would you say to 18-year-old you? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 18-year-old me was a hot mess. Um, well, you know, it's not, it's not your responsibility to live up to someone else's expectation of what you should be. Um, but I think it's taken a lot of 
years passing and maybe age and questionable wisdom along the way to mm-hmm. kind of be okay with the fact that I'm not going to tick every box for everybody and life's short. So I want to be happy and I want to, I just want to live with someone who loves me and I love them. So 18 year old me, my God. Don't worry, sweetheart. It'll happen one day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I want to see a picture of 18 year old for you. Oh, both of you. <laughs> After this, we we will share an eighteen-year-old picture, uh, pictures of eighteen-year-old us. It's um, yeah, we didn't have cameras when I was eighteen. I, I would tell eighteen-year-old Mister H to don't wear the fucking silk shirt and the leather waistcoat. That would probably be a good bit of advice. Surely you should have told eighteen-year-old you to just live a little for the love of God and yeah. have a few experiences. I I think. Yeah, but I, equally, I'm very conscious that that uptightedness that I lived in my early days probably made me who I am now. Um, but at the same point, I probably should have let loose just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know you when you were teen, granted, but you sound a bit uptight. You, maybe there is there is the distinct possibility that I was a little bit uptight and a little bit. Uh, maybe eighteen year old me should be aware that twenty twenty is really shit. Yeah, and stay away from fucking 2020, man. <laughs> that shit's the skip that shit. balls. Yeah, 2020, you're going to have a really, really like tough year. All right. I, I'm going to ask this one and you can ask the last one. All, all right. Because right? this all is right. really my fault. What is the best of all cartoons? Yeah, this is your thing. Oh, I will also accept what is the best cartoon theme tune, which of course we all know is DuckTales. But still, that's fine. Well, you can answer that if you well, want. Well, duh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I grew up on. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go for it. No, I, I mean I grew up on Smurfs, not the Snorks. Trans, Transformers. They're the same fucking thing. The Smurfs and the Snorks. Transformers, not GoBots. <laughs> yeah, so not I think Go-Bots. You, what you said is like crack <laughs> to, to Mr. H. Yeah. Oh, I have to think about that one, Rach. I have my answer. Shira, Princess of Power. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Great Excellent. choice. And, and and He-Man. I watched both of those. And actually, fast forward to I graduated college. I was at a job and I was hanging out with this gay boy that I met and he had ordered on eBay all of the all of this series of Shira. And so Excellent. on our lunch break, we went we watched it all. <laughs> She's not gay at all. Uh, yeah. have, <laughs> you, have you seen the 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 retcon, the new version of Shira? Oh yeah. Because it's fucking brilliant. And uh, it's very, very um right on in its approach. There's sort of um girl girl male male relationships within mm. it there's some really nice storytelling mm. it's just fantastic. Mm. noelle stevenson uh created mm. it who's did a comic called nimona I, i'm a massive fan of hers it's i uh, kind of fanboy out a bit but um it's really good for kids honestly i can't recommend it enough oh that's awesome really good mine was he-man yours um, was he-man it's, well, what, I, it's what i grew up with it was kind of what was on constantly when i came home from school and that's what i loved Okay. Yeah, I always, yeah. I always loved He Man. I think, I think for me, and then this will be surprised. So, whilst I would have gone with Transformers, I kind of loved the toys more than the show. But I loved Thundercats. Oh yeah, you 
Yeah. I do love me a bit of Thundercats. A bit of, Thundercats. A bit of oh, Chitara yeah. running around in that leotard. That was it for me. That's all I needed for the for the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Mysterious City's a gold you like to see. I don't want to go down the the cartoons that I love, Ali, because I'll be there for 45 minutes singing the theme <laughs> tunes and talking gloriously about the golden condor and <laughs> the um the duel between Dog Tanyan and his dad while all the grass is blowing <laughs> on the hill. I can I can wax lyrical. You know, I think our listeners are going to be so disappointed this episode. We <laughs> literally just talked about nerd stuff and well, there's like fine. barely any sex. There's, there's been some sex in there. <laughs> Sweetheart, do you want to deliver the final, final, final question? I really do. It's a great question. Is that because you just want this thing to end? No. <laughs> I've told you, they've got two weeks of me harassing them now. They've yeah. got two <laughs> weeks of talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we seem to have lost a number, so do we need to wait for the other I'll, one? I'll find another woman, it's fine. Hang That's right. I, I, I just need to take this ring off. <laughs> oh, oh, she's, oh, she's back. <laughs> Don't tell her what I said. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, I heard. Sorry, our, our dog was getting grumpy. It's dinner time. <laughs> well, this is the last question. You can reassure your dog. Um, so, finally, what is your favourite drink? Vagina juice. <laughs> Good I answer. think it's labia juice. Oh, sorry. Labia juice. Or juice. Mr. H even drew a prototype can of labia juice. It can also be pussy potion, honey. <laughs> pussy potion. So have another drink. <laughs> <laughs> I got a beauty. Um, only one more night left here in town. And of course, the um, reanimated labia juice uh, <laughs> desire a hot tub and reanimated dead nuts. <laughs> that, was, that was the weirdest conversation. That I've ever fucking had in the but dead also Joel Merkin was reanimated by Lake so, so we go to this is our first trip to Desire, and <laughs> as one of the costumes, a guy has shot a squirrel. Oh right? my god! Shot a squirrel, no word of a lie. Not on the holiday, but and and then has made it into like a, a brace of squirrels, brace of squirrels or whatever that cover oh his junk. God. So it's like a cock pouch. It was horrific. It was horrific. It was, it was, it was unusual to say the least. But then. We, we kind of jokingly said, ha, wouldn't it be funny if you went in the hot tub with it? Like laughing at him, thinking no, no right-minded nobody. fucking individual would, would no one. step into the but pool. And this. But no, he did it. And then, then so I was t- chatting to, to Bradford from, from the By the By, and, and to say that between us we're a little bit imaginative was probably an understatement. And we started concocting a B-movie a horror, horror film. film where the Squirrel was reanimated with the juices in the like because there's all sorts of nasty juices in that pool. There's like labia juice, as we were hilariously saying. There is like clearly some cum in there. There's probably more chemicals than you've ever known. And the squirrels get reanimated by going into the like water, pet like pet cemetery, and start attacking people within a lifestyle resort. And they called it horror film we, Dead Nuts. We called it Dead Nuts with a Z. With a Z. And. Even to the point where I, on one of our episodes, there is a trailer where it's all like, they were men alone at a time of war. Like, you know, this kind of thing. And we did this because, it, and it stuck with us because this guy was in the pond with this, but he steps in the water. Oh and this squirrel is kind of like, if you imagine like a, like a flying squirrel, they leap out and they've got that kind of permanent sort of ah, look, look with legs in front of them. It was that, but in the water bobbing along, with his cock in it, and it, it was, was just. We were like, why, 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 why is this a thing? So 
we it, we we invented this story because it was just so <laughs> reanimated dead squirrel merkin. weird. So and that's where dead nuts was born. Um, Sadly, yeah. So um, reanimated by labia juice. Yeah. So labia juice was the key ingredient. What and then is your I, real oh favorite drink? Yes. But it was your favorite alcoholic drink, shall we say? Oh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, we, we can we can be more specific. Uh, you know, we've gotten into the whiskeys, uh, whiskey sours, kind of, or not whiskey sours, sorry, whiskey um, old fashioned, old fashioned whiskey. Ooh. Oh, do you smoke it like the the proper smoker over the top? You make it sound like they're like. <laughs> yeah. Is that Carrie. both your favorite drinks then? Or is, is that just one? I love, that's been my go to lately, but also we're big winos. Yeah. We love wine. Red wine is <laughs> it's so that's why I was like my favorite drink. Yeah. Red wine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a Pinot Tage, it's my favorite. It's it's actually kind of a smoky red. It's South African. Um, so it's kind of my favorite red wine. But uh yeah, usually we do reds if, if you ask me what you want. Unless we're partying and we buy a few. <laughs> red wine's not really a pool pie drink, is it? Oh no, it's no. quite horrible. No, by the pool. <laughs> I'll have red wine, please. Well, you say Hold this. it above the foam. I, I remember going to to a a regular vanilla party, and um, my friend not having any glasses, and all he had were were, were oh, uh, plastic God, pint glasses. That's when you set fire to your shoe. <laughs> and this, oh. it was like a des- like one of those. Crime horrific. scene hangover parties the next day where you don't know where anything is and you don't know why there's a lump <laughs> why your of coal shoe is welded. On fire. Yeah. yeah okay. And and he was like, Oh, I don't have any glasses, so I'll just pour you a pint of red wine. Pint of Merlot in and a plastic. It was cup. like a hot day, so I was just like necking red wine like it was fucking right oh, being. I was like, la, la 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 la. Nobody's ever been this clever. Was this the same party though? Where <laughs> you were so drunk? That you asked the hostess if she'd ever had anal sex. (laughs) And then started throwing oranges on the floor, going, Timmy, Timmy, because somebody had watched South Park the day before. Is this true? And then sicken their rosebush. On on their Uh, way out, uh, there's like a giant rosebush, right? So the steps. It's not the same party. I know it's not the same party. It's the same venue, though, and the same people. The same people. (laughs) Unfortunately. So. My, one of my favourite oh Mrs H stories before our lifestyle adventure. So we went to a friend's house. We had this great party, and, and you took oh, your friend with you to this party God, with us, and I you did. got so. I, I think "cunted" is the right phrase to use. There's and no this, this word. The right, we were just twatted. And, but yeah. on the way out, there was like steps down the house, and to the left of this was like a whole rose bush. And she took one step and just <laughs> fell on the rose bush on her ass, and. It was like Mrs. H had gone 16 <laughs> rounds with a BDSM expert. <laughs> yeah, but you know when you're so drunk that you don't actually fall, but you kind of <laughs> stagger into Weeble. a fall. Weedle. You almost like walk into a fall because you know you're going to fall over because you're so drunk. But you kind of, you, you fast walk into it. It was so funny. But it was the same one where we sat in a bathroom, me, me and the girl, my friend. 
Um, and we sat on the floor in the downstairs bathroom for whatever reason, <laughs> peeling an orange, like heckling to each other. Anyone who dared to come in the bathroom to use it for an actual facility, <laughs> lobbed orange segments at them going, Timmy! <laughs> and then then we got some I don't know why we got some vodka and started chucking it down the sink because you know why not then I went up to the host and I was like do you ever take it up the bum then <laughs> and she looked at me like that's not appropriate to ask me at my housewarming party I was like that means you don't then <laughs> Yes. Oh my god! What, what, what I love I about this is the very next day when you woke up, you were like, "Why is my bum so sore?" Uh, and there's bitch. literally fucking thorns in her ass yeah. where she's just no, yeah, yeah. One of your best performances. <laughs> anyway, dear. Moment. That aside, what is your favourite drink? Champagne. Champagne. Okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna go with a Negroni for my favourite drink. I think a Negroni is a strong choice. It's it's a very strong choice. Absolutely. You and make a very good Negroni. <laughs> Thank you. I've, it's just three ingredients and ice. Yes, but it, oh, it's a strong drink. We should do a masterpiece. I think yeah. we're all equal equal opportunity drinkers. Though. Yes. Yeah. So we, I love I love gin as well. Oh, I love gin. She, she doesn't do. love me. She doesn't love me on gin. She tells me I get too emotional on gin. Uh, he can't drink vodka. Yeah, yeah. you're just going to end up with me down the bottom of a beer crying yeah. into my arms. <laughs> Which is which is the sad thing, really. I mean, truth be told, I like all drinks, which is why I have so many awful stories. But yeah, champagne is probably my favourite. I do love gin. I'll we we have wine. a phrase in this house which is called champagne or which you have a phrase which typically means if you give my wife champagne, yeah. she'll get giddy and excited and then go, "Hey, let's do some anal tonight." <laughs> 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 champagne or it's a it's a true thing and on that marvelous note i i think we should probably wrap things up for people um folks i want to say a massive massive fucking thank you to you guys you have been <clears throat> cheery you've been fun you've been brilliant and you've answered all of our questions with a level of seriousness that even we did not expect it got deep at one it point got it got at least three yeah. fingers deep at one point maybe yeah. four fingers yeah. maybe a whole silent duck yeah. <laughs> so if people are interested in finding out even more about you where do they go uh, bedhoppers.com oh, thanks that's not even a thing we don't even oh, have we, we don't even have bedhoppers.com but we should have it yeah we should well, now it's a thing yeah now it's a thing we'll make a million dollars we're just going to keep it. saying our name until people give us stuff like Beetlejuice <laughs> Oh, uh, thank you all so much. Uh, we had a great time. I didn't realize we were still recording, so apologize for uh, all that. <laughs> Did you realize this halfway through? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to reach out, uh, we are sapphicswingers.blogspot.com or you can hit us up by email, sapphicswingers at gmail.com or on Twitter at bedhoppers <laughs> UK <laughs> it's bedhoppers suck is our Twitter Twitter handle oh I'm totally making that <laughs> yeah Twitter Sapphic Swingers yep <laughs> great so if you have a complaint about this episode please write to them <laughs> that we're the ones Definitely. available to answer whatever you like uh, thank you so much for joining us it's been a real pleasure you really cheered the shit out of us up if yeah. that's it, they're in for a long two weeks, aren't they? They are. It's uh, <laughs> week one. We're ready. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's like hour six Maybe. for me. So <laughs> I'm already climbing the walls. <laughs> no, that's true. Well, Mrs. H, do you want to do your thing? I do. Thank you so much for hopping into our bed. 
think of a thing. You're just going. <laughs> like Tasmania. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying you should have you should have captured oh, the moment what? where we came up with Yukaki. It's Yukaki. Yukaki dragon. I'm here for your cars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what car would smoke fuck? Oh, please draw the Yukaki dragon. <laughs> the oh Yukaki my God. dragon. Please draw Yukaki dragon. I, I can try and do that for you. I'll, I'll see what <laughs> I can <laughs> Fucking a car. <laughs> or maybe he does motorcycles. I don't know. <laughs> Hipster dragon that only fucks unicycles. <laughs> <laughs> You're more, more likely to find it in a Starbucks <clears throat> writing its novel, but <laughs> afterwards it fucks a unicycle. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Maybe I'm right. tomorrow. Maybe we could be drawing, uh, <laughs> drawing some dragons. <laughs> I should work out today. My abs are already getting ripped. In the <sighs> <laughs> should we attempt to regain order? I, I can attempt to regain order. But, but, right, right. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll do. I, I'm, the thing is, she's going to laugh at me because I'm going to do podcast voice, and I know she's going to laugh at me because I'm, I'm doing podcast. Voice. I'm already. I'm sorry. I'll take a drink and forget you're here. No, because then, then all I can hear on your channel is <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Right, I'll stop. Jesus so podcast Christ. voice is different than normal voice. Okay, it, yeah, it starts off up here and then gradually descends into my voice. And definitely, you're hating. <laughs> have to do it again. It, it is. It's like very smashy, nicey radio. Welcome to the bed. You know, it's that. And because I like to have a level of, of enthusiasm at the start Theatric. and then leave people feeling depressed by the end. <laughs> I think they'll just feel confused by the end of this one. <laughs> yeah, this episode is sponsored by Prozac. Oh, 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 oh. Can we, before we begin, what are we calling you, I don't. I don't listen to podcasts, as you know. So. What, what are we All I know is that you're suffix fingers. But do you use your <laughs> names? I don't know. Uh, I go by Roger. Incorrect. <laughs> We're just Which, rage. which yeah. one of you is Tits McGee? We go by our names. <laughs> So you're definitely <laughs> Tiff and Rachel. Yes. I just had to chat. It's the sort of thing oh, I fuck no, up. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're Thank laughing you. at me. But, but the, because they want to protect their anonymity, they they swap. So the other one becomes Rachel. <laughs> right. The other one becomes yeah. Rachel. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> I think we got it right on the name conventions there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. I. Mm. I all right. Compose <laughs> myself slowly. Oh dear. Okay. <sighs> right. I was just about to do it then. Oh, okay, I'm with it already. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. You. Okay. Oh, goodness. My answer. <laughs> okay. I love you too. Yeah, I love you. All right. All right, carry on. As you were. All right, okay. <clears throat> it's going to start off with some tongue twisters to make sure that I'm ready. One smart fella, he felt smart. Two smart fellas, they felt smart. Three smart fellas, they all felt smart. Don't expect anyone else to say that. No. <laughs> One smart fella, he felt smart. Nobody's saying you're ridiculous time for stuff. All right, okay. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go. Right. It's a deep cut. 